What's up everybody? This is Freddy Korea. We are back and this is the Chat Snap Podcast. How the F are we fucking doing? How'd you like that intro, huh? That's me playing music in the background through my speakers, my car speakers, <laughs> and then uh, turning it down, fading it away like a fucking professional. And uh, speaking of professionalism, I've decided I'm gonna cut back on the F words, <laughs> even though I already dropped like 10 right now. Um, yeah, I'm gonna cut back on on uh, cussing. I, I'm making some goals. Um, Sometimes you gotta make goals um, in, in in things that you do, whether it's like um, life, you know, like eating habits. If you want to be healthy, you gotta set your goals. If you don't set goals, our dumb brains sometimes think that the good things are just gonna happen by accident, and it's very important to set go- goals. I said sometimes right now, but no, actually, it's all the time, every day. Uh, one of the things I've learned from listening to podcasts like Mike Dolce or uh, the Church of What Happening, What's Happening Now with Uncle Joey Diaz, um, they, they, other people as well, but they always talk about in the morning, in the beginning of your day, to set some goals, like just write down on a piece of paper, on your notepad, on your uh, iPhone or Android. Set up some goals, whether it's five. I've done ten. Some, I've done more than ten sometimes. And I, I go back throughout the day to make sure I did them. And it could be little goals, like as simple as... Um, all right, well, today, I need to call my mom. Boom, that's a goal, you know? Like, uh, if you need to call a family member that you don't keep in touch with that much. Or it could be a friend that you you've been telling yourself oh i gotta call him i gotta call him or her I gotta keep in touch with this person and um you know you could set that as your goal maybe another goal could be all right today i'm gonna make sure my fat ass doesn't drink uh a coke or a pepsi or cut down from five to four cut down from four to zero just fucking cold turkey you know, get, don't, don't eat sugar for the rest of the day. Fucking, um, there I go. There, you see that? I'm already breaking my goal. I just, I'm still cussing. Um, when, when I start podcasting or if I'm with friends, it's weird how I, I feel very, uh, loose and free and I just start like cussing or like, you know, having a foul mouth but when i'm at work or i know i'm in a place where i'm not supposed to be cussing it's like i know exactly like my brain out auto, it goes into autopilot and i automatically not cuss it's, it's just so weird but right now it's like i'm just being free now here let me tell you why the reason i want to cut back on the f-bombs is because i'm trying to perform clean on stage now um I'm not saying I want to be a clean comic, but I do want to be a comic that doesn't have to say the F, F word or, or shit, you know, 
every other word. <clears throat> I've been watching some new comics lately. I'm not saying I'm not a new comic. I'm only five years into it, but when when you see a new comic that's a year less than a year in, like I'll give you an example. I went to this open mic a couple weeks ago, and I saw this comedian that's very. I think he has a lot of potential, very funny, and I think he's gonna be very funny if he sticks to it. Um, that's the only way people get funny, by sticking to it. Um, I'm like, wow, these jokes he has are really good. But every other word was a F word. And I think it was a crutch, kind of like um or uh, or you know how some people say, you know, after every sentence, you know, you know, are you feeling me? And I feel like he was using it as a crutch. And I'm thinking, we all have crutches in, in our speech and the way we talk, depending on what part of the country you're from. Some people use different things. Uh, let's just, for example, a Canadian, he'll say A after, you know, some Canadians. Or me, I say you know. So I was just thinking, but on stage, that doesn't fly when you're trying to get hired by a booker a booker that is thinking about a comedy club booker that's thinking about the audience members like is he gonna is he gonna be cussing like that is, is he gonna be saying an f word an f bomb every other word and it's gonna scare away my older crowd because a, a booker doesn't most bookers give zero fucks okay they don't care i'll say yeah i said fuck fuck you all right Enough with this shit. I'm just going to let loose right now, okay? Is that okay? All right. A booker doesn't give a fuck about comedy. Most bookers. Most bookers don't care about comedy. A lot of bookers, <laughs> they, just, they just look at seats, asses and seats, and they care about how much alcohol they're going to sell and how many tickets they're going to sell and how many people are going to come back because it's a business. And it sucks. You would think it's kind of like a, a, an owner of a restaurant, um, you know, that is a fan of food. And, and, you know, there's some owners of restaurants that they don't care about the food or the service. That's a really bad analogy. Holy shit. Because now that I think about it, if I'm an owner or a, a, a manager... Ooh, there you go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I'm getting to something right here. I've noticed when I go to a restaurant, if if I sit down at a place and and uh, the manager, you know, he's just hired by the owner, there's not a lot of like, or even if it's a supervisor, they, they don't really care if you ever come back to their restaurant. Sometimes I don't even care about the service because there's been times where I put a complaint uh, I'm not a huge complainer, but I am. I, I used to be in the food service industry, so I do notice when uh, when I'm getting bad service, and and uh, I've I've had issues to the point where I've had to tell a manager that you know, hey, I'm getting shitty service. Where's where the fuck's my food? However, when it's the actual owner that's at the front of the counter, like Uncle Joey said this one time in in a podcast. Um, they're going to care about 
you getting your food right, about you liking your food because they want you to come back. It's their business. It's their baby. So they care about it. So to go back to what I was saying about a comedy club, a booker, um, for some reason, some bookers, a lot of them, I noticed they don't even watch the comic though. If I was, if I was a booker, man, if I'm, if I'm like, uh, the owner of a comedy club, I would be watching everything. I would be watching the comedy. I'd be watching, um, but, but some bookers don't even care here. Here's, here's why it sucks because I've seen some bookers put up comedians, uh, not necessarily in Vegas so much because in Vegas, not a lot of comedy clubs have local guys or new guys go up, but in other places they have these shows called bringer shows where they'll have a new comic who doesn't, he, he's barely learning how to, you know, fucking do comedy and barely learning how to perform. And the only way he could get on stage and perform in front of an audience is if he brings five or 10 people, um, to a show. Actually, there was a few people that were like that out in Vegas. Um, not so much now, but they're called bringer shows. These people don't, don't care about the comedy content. Um, and they don't even care if you suck. All they care about is selling, uh, alcohol or tickets. And I wish it would be like a, an owner of a restaurant where they would care about the content, but they don't. Some of these people there and, and on top of that, you know what they're doing? They're taking advantage of comedians, comedians that don't know any better. So they're taking advantage of them so that they could bring their friends and their friends could spend money. You know, what sucks about that is that their friends are going to see how shitty their friend is at comedy and they'll probably never want to go see him again when he's actually good. Or if they're good friends, they'll go out and then they'll be like, dang, man, you actually got way better. You got really funny. You improved a lot. So that's one of the things about that. But anyway, just, uh, cause I know I'm going on a, on a rant. Um, that's why I was saying one of my goals is to cut back on the F-bombs. If you're a comic, a new comic, or even if you're a comic that's been doing it for a while and you're wondering, why are you not performing at, uh, more? Why are you not performing at a comedy club where uh, people pay to go see comedy and you're only doing bar gigs? Uh, have you recorded yourself lately? Have you, have you counted the f-bombs you say on stage and if you do record yourself and you count the f-bombs are they even necessary there's a documentary with tony robbins i see i've seen part of it parts of it uh it's called i'm not your guru everybody talks about it they say it's really really good and tony robbins is it's a self-help type of guy somebody that it's hard to describe him. He just, it's just somebody that's very positive and he help. he pretty much helps a lot of people in their lives and he's very inspirational, but he cusses, he cusses a lot. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with cussing as, as a joke. I'm kind of doing it right now where I'm saying, I don't want to cuss and, and boom, I'm cussing, but there's time to, to cuss. There's, there's a time for everything. My, my, my brother-in-law, you know, he, I grew up with him being kind of like a big brother. He used to always tell me, you know, in church, I used to, I used to, I used to be really like all over the place at, in church. I used to like 
especially during Sunday school, I, I was always trying to, I don't know, maybe the ADD. I was all over the place trying to joke around, trying to do this, do that. And uh, he used to always tell me, there's a time for everything. There's a time to play, and that's when you play. There's a time to joke around, that's when you joke around. And then there's a time to be serious, and that's when you're serious. You have to know your, play, your place and location at all times. Uh, that doesn't make sense, place and location. You, you have to know where you are, okay? Uh, my, my buddy Doughboy used to always say, location, location, location. That's the number one rule of real estate. But in reality, that should be the number one rule of your behavior. Always realize where you're at. Location, location, location. Um, so what I'm saying is, when you're recording yourself and you're playing your 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 set from uh, last night's stand-up set, did you do really good? Okay, you did great. So then go back and listen to all the times you cussed. Wasn't necessary. Okay, maybe they weren't necessary, but the location was right. It was a, a comedy club where you're allowed to cuss and all. That. Okay, yeah, that's location, location, location. That's that makes sense. Most of the comedy clubs I perform in Vegas, they don't care. It just recently I've been like noticing on a mental note, like what if I want to perform outside of Vegas? What if I want to perform on a cruise ship or somewhere else? Uh, I'm not saying you have to be a clean comic to perform in these places. You could be an, a dirty comic without vulgarity. You could use adult humor. That's one of the, when you see some of the, some of the best comics out there, they don't like, they're, they're, they might be dirty, dirty comics but they don't have to cuss every other word um even joe rogan says it sometimes when you cuss too much you take the 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 impact out of it when you say fuck every other word and that's like that young comic i was seeing at, at the open mic it took it took away from his jokes in a way also because he was just like it, it, i couldn't stop hearing the word fuck now now i was just counting the fucks for this podcast it doesn't matter it really doesn't matter. I'm not trying to, uh, this is my podcast, this is my, my journal. This is for your entertainment, for your, while you're driving. It could give you a little bit of, uh, you know, your killing time. But uh, I'm, the reason I'm saying that is because at a comedy club, people are paying to go see a comedy show, a professional. And uh, I've gone to comedy clubs. I pay, I've been that person that pays. I still am. Cause I'm a fan of comedy, but when most people that go to comedy clubs, they, it's usually their first time ever, especially in Vegas, man. I had these people in the front row, uh, last sat last Friday night at Edwin San Juan's, uh, Las Vegas live comedy club at planet Hollywood. I'm there every Friday at 9 PM. Um, I had these people from the Netherlands in the front row and they were just staring at me with a smile these three, four guys. And when I talked to them, I, you know, I've been doing some crowd work lately and, um, I was trying to figure out why they're not laughing, but then I got it. Oh, they're from Europe. It's just different humor, but they were enjoying it though. It's just that it's, they wanted to come out and see American humor. You know, it's, it's, you know, comedy, stand-up comedy was invented in America. I'm not saying comedy in general. I'm just saying stand-up comedy. And it's, a, it's an American uh, art. It really is. 
Um, is it everywhere now? Yeah, of course. It's spreading. It's in different languages now. People, but even the people that do it in in a different language, most of the time they're just ripping ripping off Richard Pryor or Dave Chappelle or you know Jerry Seinfeld act and just translating it <laughs> in Spanish as well. Uh, people get caught, but a lot of people don't care, you know, in other countries. But um, it was cool. And then I was like, okay. So I did a little poll around the audience and I, I said, um, clap your hands if you're from Europe. Then some other guys from the back, they were from Norway. I'm like, damn, I wish I had Nor Norwegian jokes and, and Netherlands jokes, you know, like how cool would that be if I had that in my pocket, like a joke about that, you know? The first thing I was going to bring up was like the red light district in Amsterdam, but I'm so stupid. I don't know what, where Amsterdam is exactly. Uh, I know it's in the, by the, fuck, I'm going to Google it now because now I feel like a fucking idiot. Um, but I know it's in the Netherlands or, um, let's see, Amsterdam. Because I know there's a lot of these little countries um, grouped around in Amsterdam. Here we go. All right, sorry guys. Yeah, it's in the Netherlands. It's in the Kingdom of the Netherlands. Yeah. And I was gonna say something about the red light district or something, but I was afraid of of looking like a fool, like right now in the podcast. Except only uh, three of you are listening. <laughs> um, but you know, I wanted to say something. But anyway, that's besides the point. But what what I was saying is that a lot of people the first time first time they ever see go to a comedy club is their first time i mean when you see somebody at a comedy club if you say if you take a poll and you say hey clap your hands if this is your first time at a comedy show i bet you i guarantee you half of the audience okay or there's going to be a group of people that will clap more than likely depending where you're at even if it's in california like a place like the brand improv where a lot of people go to comedy clubs in California. There's going to be a group of people that will clap. So as a comedian, why not bring up the best you can, the, your best performance? When, when you drop an F-bomb, let that F-bomb be heard and let it have power behind it. Don't water it down. So that's kind of my goal then. You see that? That's my goal. Do I want to have a clean set where I could perform... Uh, and record a video to show to a booker that I could do a clean set and, and still do good on stage, you know, just kill on stage. Yeah, of course I do. Um, I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to perform like that. But if I do drop an F-bomb, I want it to have power behind it. There's, I could give you some example of my jokes, but I don't want to give them away. But there's some jokes where I've done them without the F-bomb. And they work. I've tried it because I wanted to prove that I didn't need an F-bomb. But when I do it, it feels so fucking good. It just, oh, you know what I mean? Um, but that's just me. That's just my own feeling, my own opinion. It's not a fact, you know? Now, to get back to the goals. I went on a little rant on my own goals. Because <laughs> that really is a goal that I... I I guess by voicing it out, speaking it out into the universe, you know, it's something that I could accomplish. And 
goals, man. What kind of goals can you set on your day today? I don't know. Ask yourself. Anything is possible. Do you want to record a podcast? Doesn't mean you want to start one or, or like put it out there right away. Like my brother Chavo, he's he has some equipment now and uh, he's been talking about doing a podcast for a while. He, I think he recorded last time. I don't know if he uploaded or released it, which is fine. But there you go. That's a goal. Just record. Grab your phone and just hit record and just start talking. It doesn't mean you have to. You might you might feel like a crazy ass person just talking into a microphone, um, but you're just it's an exercise for your brain. Uh, you're a fan of podcasts. And you want to, you always thought about recording one, just record it. Don't put it out. Just give it a shot. Give it a shot and uh, see how it feels. And who knows, maybe eventually you, you'll put it out there. It's kind of like people that want to do comedy. Sometimes they're like, they want to do comedy so bad, but they, they don't go up and perform. But instead they just write jokes. And then sometimes they occasionally put it on on um, Facebook or Twitter to try them out, you know. Now, goals, eating habits, they could come down to eating habits. They could come down to your relationship um, with your husband, wife, partner. Um, make it. Do you ever say I love you to them? Make it a goal to say I love you. You know, stop being a faggot. Are you homophobic? You want to stop being homophobic? Um, stop being a faggot. All right? So, no, in all seriousness, um, I could think of so many so many goals, like working out, hit, hit the gym today, hit the gym. And then you could have your weekly goals as well. You have weekly goals. You have um, daily goals. Make a set of, a goal to do before noon. That's really cool. I, I really, I'm a big fan of this. This is why I talk about it. I'm passionate about it. I put it on Facebook sometimes. Um, write down five goals. And I most of the time when I do that, honestly, or even like right now, it's I'm preaching to myself. I really am. It's for me to stick it into my brain and so I could... I could hang on to it and, and, uh, and actually do something about it. Now I'm just going to wrap this up. I know I've, uh, it's supposed to be a five to 10 minute podcast, but it's been a while anyway, since I've recorded. So, um, let me give a quick shout out to my brother, Bobby Sharon, who just started his podcast and it's called the Cobra Cobra cast podcast on iTunes. Make sure you check him out part of the church family um also check out rodrigo torres jr on yeah man podcast check out felipe Sparza on what's up fool been putting out some great episodes guys um as well check out my uncle joey uncle joey diaz from the church of what's happening now these are podcasts that i really really cherish um they, they get me through the day uh and it helps a lot. It helps, you know, I, I, I'm a big podcastaholic. I wish I could listen to all of them, but I can't. There's only so many hours in a day that you could 
just pick and choose some episodes from your favorite podcast. Of course, Joe Rogan's always up there. Arshafir's. And I've really got into um, the East Coast podcast, like Bobby Kelly's, uh, you know what, dude, and Legion of Skanks with Big J Okerson, Dave Smith, all those guys, Luis J Gomez. He has his podcast as well. Luis J Gomez has a podcast. He's from Legions of Skanks, and it's called uh, Real Last Podcast. Really good. You should check that out as well. So um, it's it's really cool, guys. Um, podcast, it's taking it to a different level with comedy right now. Also, uh, it sucks. I just recently found out that uh, Jim Norton and Opie, uh, they're, they're not doing the show together. It was the Opie and Jimmy show. It really sucks because it's another breakup. It used to be the Opie and Anthony show. However, here's what's cool about it. Um, they both have their own show now. So now you get three hours and a half, around three hours or so of each. Now it's Jim, Sam Roberts and Jim, or Jim and Sam Roberts show. And then you got the Opie show, which is great. So now, even though they're not, you know, they had a fallout, it's cool that now you get more of them. So that's pretty cool too. And people like Rich Voss... Sherrod, Sherrod um, Smalls and all these guys that you've always heard on the podcast, Doug Benson, all these guys that always appear on it, they're going back and forth on both shows now. So it's just, I guess, an extension, you know, just another outlet for more entertainment. So that's pretty cool. So anyway, guys, please check out bluestreakradio.com. Um, you know, Dave Nunez is on there, the the godfather of the podcast network. Him, Shay Rollins, Tommy Cruz. There's a lot of great podcasts on there. You could if you if you're looking for entertainment, check out bluestreakradio.com. You'll hear my podcast on there, Edwin San Juan's, everybody's. We're all part of this awesome network. So check that out. If you're shopping through uh, Amazon, go to bluestreakradio.com and click on the banner, Amazon. Now you can make the Godfather some money. There you go, Dave Nunez. Nice shout out, huh? Putting some money in your pocket. How about that? How about that? All right, guys. Enough of this. This was Freddy Korea with you. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Pornhub, uh, Fred Wrecker, F-R-E-D-R-E-K-E-R, or go to freddykorea.com. Alright guys, it's been swell. Oh, hey, give us an iTunes review. Five stars. And if you don't like the show, tell me why. You could give us a big old rant. But, leave me five stars. I don't care how much... If you want to shit on the show, do it. Please, be my guest. I'll read it on, on the podcast. But, give us five stars. Alright guys, signing off from Vegas. Peace. Peace.